Shas Illuminated presents the following shira by Rabbi Chaim Helowitz. Meseches Moed Koton has been dedicated Le'iloi Nishmas, Peril Bas Reb Yehoshua Heshel HaKohen. Moed Koton, Dav Chof Aleph. The Gemara quotes a brisa, which makes a list of the things that an Ovel is also to do during the Yemei Shiva. The Rishonim uh, take note that this list is not exhaustive. We've seen through our parak, especially at the beginning of our parak, that um, there are many more of the Nihugim which constitute the Nihugim Shiva, which the Brisa here fails to mention. And they're trying to give reasons as to why the Brisa left out and excluded those other Nihugim. Two of the Nihugim which are not mentioned in the Brisa, but which we've encountered before, are the Nihugim of Kfiya Samita and Ativa Sarosh. And Tosvis in Diver Maschal Elu explains that the Brisa omitted these two Nihugim, because the Brisa only lists Isurim, the things that an Avel is also to do, whereas these things are mitzvahs, things that an Avel must actively do in order to be Mekayim. Tosis goes on and makes note of the fact that our Minog is not to be knowing either of these uh, Nihugi Avelos during the Shiva, that both Ativas Arosh and Kfisamita have fallen out of use as far as the Minog of Avelim. We'll focus on the justification Tosus offers as to why the Minig has fallen into disuse for Avelim to do Ativis Harosh. He writes, Tosus makes reference, and more later on, that Atifa needs to be Ativis Ishmaelim. And if Avelim were to be knowing the Ativis Harosh of Ativis Ishmaelim to wrap their heads in a manner similar to that of the Ishmaelim, it would bring Lidei Schok. Atosis doesn't say from whom this chok is coming. Other Rishonim, including the Gois Maimini and the Smag, say that it's because, again, we live among the Nachrim, and if the Nachrim would see that we were being um, noeg, this Ativas uh, they would make light of us, and it would create a, a, a schok that they would think that in, when we're Avelim, we act in a light-headed manner. The Beis Yosef's response to this smag that he quotes in Simon Shin Pei Vav is, The Beis Yosef feels this is completely unjustified to say the Taina that doing Atifa would bring Schok from the Goyim to, to be a justification for pottering the Avelim from that Atifa. And the Mashmaz of the Beis Yosef is that in fact one should be knowing this Atifa. The Dark Moshe in the Ramovir Responds, exactly the opposite. Like the Smog said, that uh, in Ashkenaz, Dark Moses said he never saw anyone who was an awful who was Mutov. It may be that the Beis Yosef, who lived in Eretz Israel and saw, was familiar with Atipas Ishmaelim, didn't see it at all as a strange thing would be, which would be Mavili Deschok, and therefore he didn't understand why the Smog thought that this would be a justification for pottering a villain from Atipas Arosh. Where is the Dark Moses? who uh, did not live in such a society, thought it would be. In any event, um, by and large, most Avelim nowadays, Ruba the Ruba do not do Tifas Arosh. I heard that there are Timanim who do some form of Tifas Arosh with the Talas, but for the most part, Avelim do not do Tifas Arosh. Now, the Sefer Emek Bracha, in the back in the Yone Avelos, he says over there, Tameani, Pobe Eretz Yisrael, in a, those, someone who lives in Eretz Yisrael, who's an Avel, Be'ir Shekuli Yisrael, where everyone who surrounds him is... Uh, is Jewish. He says that certainly someone who lives in the ear which is Kulo Yisrael, so the reason that the Smag gave that there will be Sachok coming from the Goyim doesn't apply. And even if someone lives in a, in a place where there are Goyim, but since the Arabs which surround them continue to be knowing this Niug of so it's hard to say that this niyog on the count of Avelim would constitute schok. Now we'd like to try to offer a uh, teretz to this uh, very difficult question that Emek Bracha is asking on the minig, and to give a justification for why our minig is the way it is. The Emek Bracha was assuming that that which the Smog said, that the reason that there's a problem of schok from the Goyim is that it creates a chel Hashem that the Goyim see that the Jews, when they're in mourning, so they act in such a funny way, that creates a Chil Hashem. And if, in fact, that is what the Smag means, so then the Emek Bracha's Taina is a very strong one. Someone who doesn't live among Goyim and doesn't face them, there's no reason to assume that it would create a Chil Hashem. But if we investigate the matter in the Rishonim a little more, we'll find that the Rishonim actually use an analogy to a different time in the Sigurds that we find 
uh, the Indian of Schok. There's a well-known Gemara, Nafchavav, that says that an Avel may not hold a Tinok in his lap because it is Mevile de Schok umizgana al habrios, that the Avel holding the child may begin to have a lighter mood than he normally has during the Mehavelis. And when he acts in a lightheaded fashion, his mood is somewhat lightened up, it causes Mizgana Labrias. It causes people to say, look, this Abel doesn't care about, doesn't care about his Avelis. And it, it, it causes his, uh, his covet in the eyes of the people around him to be decreased. In the Machsar Vitri, as well as in the Siddur Rashi, both of them say that this Minag that we have not to do at Tifas Arosh because of the Schok of the Goyim can be compared to that Gemara. And they write like this, meaning the Avelim themselves, that when the Goyim or the surrounding people around the Avel are misachik on the Avel because of the way he looks, because of the way he's acting, that might also become infectious and cause the Avel himself to become bischok, to have a slightly lighter mood. And that's misgana al similar to the way we find in the Avel holding a tinok on his lap. So that it's mavur in the in Rashi, in the Machzor Vitri, that the, it's not simply that the Goyim are, are being, uh, thinking about us, that we are mourning in a silly way, and therefore that's a chilashem. But it's because the infectiousness of this chok, that if someone looks strange, looks out of place, that might uh, engender schok among those around him, and that also might infect the Avod himself, will lose his uh, state of mind of Avelos and become Bishok, and that creates a problem in Vizgalal Abrios, that the Brios um, are uh, thinking negatively about the Avel that is not taking his Avelis seriously. And it's certainly a Davrachamer Ma'od for an Avel to be Messiah Das from his Avelis during the, uh, the time of the Avelis. And therefore, we are particularly concerned that he should retain and, and um, maintain his somber mood and not do anything which might possibly cause Chok in the Besa Avel. And moreover, we also find in the uh, Isra Vehetul Rashi, he adds on to this Taina that the Goyim will be he writes, that if the Avel looks strange, he has a Tifa Zerosh on him that no one in, this, in, his, uh, in these circles does, so then the Bnei Habayis, the people around the, the Avel also think he looks funny, and they might be Mevil Dei and the same process might be set into place, that the Avel might also be drawn into the Zerosh, and therefore be Mizgan El Habrios. Therefore it may be that even though the Rishon talked about the Goyim, it's not the Goyim, it's really anyone who would see the Avel and think that he looks out of place, thinks that he looks strange, that might some, lead some to make a joke, someone to make a slightly light, lighter mood in the base of Avel. And the Rishonim are saying that's unacceptable because that also might infect the mood of the Avel. The Avel might forget his Avelos for a few moments. He might um, make, make, make a joke, become a bit lightheaded. And that is something which is a, a, a diametric opposition to what Avelos is all about. And therefore, the meaning was that because this is an unusual way of sitting, someone who is sitting with an Ativas, Ativas Yishma Elim, and it could create schok among those who see him, even if they're not going, therefore the meaning is not to do the Atifa at all, so that Chas V'Shalom shouldn't be schok, and the Avel should not be Mizgana El Habrios, similar to what we find the Isra that the Gemara says an Avel holding a Tinok Becheiko. One of the things on the list of this Brisa that an Avel is also to do during the Mea Shiva is Lomo Torah. The Gemara says also Likras Torah. We'd like to try to investigate some of the prati din of the Isra Talmud Torah for an Avel, both the gather of whether or not an Avel is chayiv or patra from Talmud Torah during his Avelis, as well as whether there are exceptions made for Dvarim Harayim to learn them be'ion, and for someone who is uh, so intensely connected to Torah if there's a heter for him. We begin discussing the Isra of Talmud Torah for an Avel with uh, the discussion that Tosis has in Divar Maslova Aser. Tosas relates that Rabbi Yitzchak and Rabbi Yaakov, with Rabbi Tam, were mistopic about whether or not the Heterim, that the Sugian Tainus tells us that on Tishabav one may learn Dvarim Haroyim, for example, Eov and Kinos and other um, of the negative stories in the Tanakh and in the Torah, then a person on Tishabav may learn these things. The same had to apply for an Avel. Now, the Isharish of the Suffolk seems to be, in the Mashmaras of the end of Tosas, and as well, this is fleshed out clearly by the Meiri earlier in Naftazvav is that here, uh, the Isser of, of, of Devei Torah for an Avel, the Gemara told us before, Naftazvav, was because of the Pasuk of Hanik Dom, 
that the Avon must remain silent from uh, speaking, and the speech, the Chazal Mekabal, that the Pasuk meant to Aser, is Talmud Torah. However, the Gemara Tainas said that the Yisod of the Iser of Divrei Torah on Tishav for everyone is because Pikudei Hashem Yisharim is that a person may not be besimcha and tishabav, and divrei Torah misameach, the life of a person, and therefore it's inappropriate for a person to learn divrei Torah. So therefore one might say that if the Isra is rooted in the Isra of simcha, that a person should not do things which misameach him. So if the person learns dvarim harayim, which doesn't bring as much simcha to a person, then there's a heter on tishabav. And as an aside, what is in fact the heter of dvarim harayim, even on tishabav, every bit of divrei Torah is misameach, um, a person, even if it's uh, the content of it, is Dabara. I actually saw this question um, brought down, was posed to uh, Chaim Kanievsky during the time he was sitting Shiva for Rebson Kanievsky by Ard Leim Steinman, and uh, that was the question that they discussed. The Archa Shulchan in Shin Dalad, he writes that even though there is a Mesikos and Simcha in every little bit of Torah, certainly there is Simcha that one can find from learning even Dvarim Harayim, but the uh, Tsar and the Mariros that can be uh, found in these uh, Yanim and Torah overrides and overcomes the Simcha of the Torah. So in any event, there we understand in, in the Tishabab the reason that the Isser of uh, Dvarim Harayim, the, excuse me, the Isser of Talmud Torah would be waived for Dvarim Harayim is because if the Isser is rooted in uh, not having Simcha, so then, Vamaran, don't bring Simcha. But here, if the Isra is rooted in Hanek Dom, because the person may not um, speak too much, may not speak the very Torah, so maybe it shouldn't matter whether or not he's learning Vamaran or not. Lemaisa, he has to be quiet, and we make Zabelis in silence. So that's the subject of the Tosus Lamaisa. Most have shown him do pass, and there is a heter for the Avil to learn Dvarim uh, Harayim during the Shiva. Now, Lachar, we can still be Choker, even if the way that we Paskin, that the Avil has a heter for Dvarim Harayim. Does that mean that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is fully incumbent upon the Avil? He's mechayiv to learn just like everyone else is mechayiv to learn. It's just that his choice of what he has to learn is tremendously limited. He may only learn the things which don't bring him simcha. But within the Dvarim Harayim, the Avil has a full chiv and mitzvah of Talmud Torah just like anyone else. Or do we say that no, that because the Avil is uh, prohibited by and large from learning Divrei Torah, and there are only a few parts of Torah that he is permitted to learn, in essence, Chazal took away his mitzvah. Chazal said that he's not b'chalal mechayiv, he's not b'chalal mitzvah, to learn, to learn Torah. If he chooses, he has a heter, according to these Rishonim, of a Rishos, to learn in Dvarim Harayim. These don't violate, these don't contradict his Abelis because they don't bring Simcha. But there's no Chiyav and there's no uh, Mitzvah Chiyuvis for the person to learn Talmud Torah like everyone else when he's an Avel. So as we'll see shortly, Lechor is Muchach in several Rishonim that in fact there is no Chiyav for the Avel and there is no, um, uh, it's only a Dvar Rishos for him to learn in Dvarim Harayim, even if the Dvarim Harayim are Mutter for him, it's just a heter, but there's no Mitzvah. Rashi over here in Divar Amaslav Asur quotes the Gemara in Sukkah that says that an Avel is Chayv Bechol Mitzvah Shabbat Torah Chutzmanat And if that's the case, asks Rashi, how can the Gemara say that an Avel is Asur to learn Torah? Rashi answers, Hasam Shar Mitzvah Ba'alma, Avahani Is Simcha. That which the Gemara in Sukkah said that an Avel is Chayv Bechol Mitzvah refers to Mitzvahs that don't contain Simcha within them. But the Mitzvah, Talmud Torah, in all its various forms, contains Simcha, as we mentioned. So therefore, since this mitzvah contains simcha within it, so therefore the Avel is not chayiv in Talmud Torah. Other Rishonim, including the Ramban, say that since the Avel is going to be saying Kriyashma, that's the mitzvah of Kriyashma that he's mechayiv in, he can be yotzi his chayiv of Talmud Torah with that, like the Gemara says, that if, even if a person only reads Kriyashma shal shachris and Kriyashma shal arvis, he is yotzi his minimal chayiv of Talmud Torah. Now, the pastus of the assumption of this question that the Rishonim asked, that if the Gemara in Sukkah says an Ovel is chayv in mitzvahs, how can our Gemara say that the Ovel is uh, not permitted to learn? Is that even if there are things that an Ovel is permitted to learn, he is not going to be mechayv to learn them. And that was the question, that if our Gemara is saying that an Ovel may not learn things, and therefore he is uh, exempt from the mitzvah Talmud Torah, how does that fit with the Gemara in Sukkah that says an Ovel is chayv b'chal mitzvahs amoros Torah? Because if we would assume that a person is in fact mechayv in the Dvarim Harayim to learn the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. So then Rishonim would have answered that very simply. They would have said, of course an Avel is chayv in, in Talmud Torah, very posher. He's chayv in Talmud Torah, that he's allowed to learn. And in fact, the uh, Ner and Sukkah over there, and Avchafei says this, Teretz, he says the answer to the Rishonim's question is that an Avel is mechayv, has a mitzvah to learn the uh, Dvarim Harayim, and that's what the Gemara Sukkah means, that he's chayv b'chol mitzvah Torah. The fact that Rishonim asked the question the way they do and don't offer that answer 
is strongly masma that they hold that in fact the is not mechuyiv in the midst of Talmud Torah even on the Dvarim Haroim and therefore they had their question the question stood how can it be that the Gemara Sukkah says an Ovel is chayiv b'chol mitzvah amores patera chutz menatfilin if our Gemara tells us that an Ovel is pater and is aser in, in Talmud Torah now one might say that that which Rashi and the Ramban assumed that the Ovel as we pointed out l'chore is pater from uh, from Talmud Torah, it's only because they held like the Tzad Chumar and Tosis that an Ovel is not allowed to learn even the things which are Dvarim Haroim. And if there's nothing for the Ovel to learn, so obviously that means that he's completely putter from the midst of Talmud Torah. But if we were to assume, as we do assume, the halacha, as the Rush and other poskim say, in this house Paskin, in the Torah Shulchan Aruch, hold that an Ovel is permitted to learn Dvarim Haroim, so it very well may very well be that an Ovel would be mechuyiv to learn the Dvar Maroyim, um, just like the, every day he's mechuyiv to learn the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. However, in the Ridva, it's muhach not like this, because the Ridva in our sugya agrees with the Tzad Kula and Tosis that an Ovel is permitted to learn the Dvar Maroyim, and the Ridva earlier in Dav Tezvav said the same as uh, Rashi and the Ramban. He also asked the same question, how can it be that an Avel is putter from Talmud Torah if the Gemara in Sukkah says an Avel is chayv v'chol mitzvah shebet Torah? And he offers the two answers of the Rishonim. He offers Rashi's answer, that the Gemara there is not including mitzvahs that bring simcha. And he offers the Ramban's answer, that the person can be Yotze with the Kriyash Mashal Shachas and Kriyash Mashal Arvis. So as we pointed out, Lachor, the whole uh, assumption of the question is that the Oval is not Mechayiv to learn the Dvar Marayim, because if he would, the Ritva would have said that, that the the the, the Chiyiv that the Gemara and Sukkah is describing, a Chol Torah, the Oval is Mechayiv to with regard to Dvar Marayim. It might be possible to be Dochek in the Ritva, if one examines Ritva carefully, both both here in Arsig and Nafchaf Aleph, and Ritva and Nafchaf Kimlom and Aleph, the heter that he offers clearly for an Avil to learn is only Evil Rabasi and Hilchas Avelus. And there might be a Mashmaz in the Ritva that's only Mutter because the Avil needs to learn these things to know what to do. In other words, he's not learning them B'Torah's uh, Talmud Torah, to be Mekhan the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah, but partially he's learning the Halachas, so he knows how to s- properly serve out his Avelus. And that's L'Char Muchach and Mekubal on all the Rishonim Kimat, that uh, if the Avil needs to learn, not in order to be Mekayim Talmud Torah, to learn Torah for the sake of learning. But he needs to learn Torah just Pasha to know the halachas, to know what to do. That's, in fact, mutter. And we'll see shortly the, the Acharonim discuss the question of whether an Avel can learn uh, Torah Be'in. Rishabuzam and Orbach in Halicha Shlomo writes that even if we'll assume that an Avel is normally not permitted to learn Be'in, but if in order for one to know what to do, there's a necessity to learn Hilchas Avelos Be'in, then one may even learn it by Amkos of Popol to come out with the Asuke Shmaitza Libda Hilchasa. Yadua, I believe, uh, Ruchayim Brisker, when he was in Avelis, he learned Hilchas Avelis Be'in. And they asked him, the Rebbe, Lachari, the Poskim, assumed that um, once you not learn Be'in, even though we'll see it's not so Pasher, but that's the Pashas in the Poskim. And Ruchayim responded, the only way that he could know what to do, the only way that he'd be able to know Lamaisa, how to uh, act and be Paskim, Lahalacha Lamaisa, during Hilchas Avelis, if he learned all the Sigis Be'in, learned up all the Rishonim and all the Poskim. So therefore, it could be that that's all the Ritva means, but still the Pashas of the Ritva is that even if a heter to uh, learn Dvar Marayim exists, still the Ritva is assuming that a person is in fact potter from Talmud Torah. And that's the lotion of the Ritva as well. He says, V'nimsa she'enu potter mimana. With regard to Krishma, he's not potter from Talmud Torah. Mashma, that with regard to all other limudim, he's potter. In other words, Dvar Marayim is a heter. It's a rishus. He is permitted to learn these other things, but there's no mitzvah. And Rishon Mazam and Orbach, the Sefer Halich Shlomo is medayik this Ritva, and he says the passage, both mitzad the lashon of the ritva and mitzad the way the ritva goes about asking his question is muchach that the ritva holds that an avel is not mechuyiv to learn Torah bechlal even the things he's permitted to learn there's no mitzvah to learn them it's a rishus to learn them and lachar that's the passage as well of Rashi and the Ramban the way they ask the question even though it's not muchach because it could be they held that. There is no heter even for Dvarim Harayim for the Avot to learn, and therefore, obviously, the Avot has nothing left to learn, so he's Pater. But Lafi, the way we hold that an Avot is able to learn Dvarim Harayim, might be Mechayiv. But in the Ritva, it's Muchach, that an Avot is, in fact, Pater from Talmud Torah during the Mehavelis. I'll just read a line that Rishon Zaman wrote over there. He said, She'ikr mataris yimei ha'evel, hu she'eh ha'avel yoshev domeim, u'misbonein b'meh she'ir lo'v'itan aliba lo'shev al-Hashem. The Iker Mitzvah of the Avel is to sit quietly and to think what Hashem has done to him and to um, take from there that he must do tshuva. And this is the Gemara mentioned earlier, the Makor of the Isra of Talmud Torah is from the Pasuk in Yecheskel Hanik Dom. The Avel should remain silent. And therefore, Shemuel Zaman wrote, 
It's not the proper thing for the Oval to Dafka try to be learning too many things. Even the Dvarma Mutarim, during the Mehal Evil, because that's not what the Avel, Avels is meant for. Avels is meant for the Avel to be Meshiv Libo Hashem, Vachailit Itan Alibo, to think about what Hashem's done to him, and to be Mizbonain as to how he can better his ways. Now, with regard to what Svarma a person may learn on Tishabov, there's an important Marmakam here in the Meiri. The Meiri says, Someone who's learning the Shem Limud, Shem Talmud Torah, those Divrei Torah also from him on uh, Tishabav, except for the Dram Haroyim. Avalayin v'svarim hamezarzim libo shel adam l'tshuva lo nesar. To learn Sifrei Musar, svarim which uh, push a person to do tshuva, to be misbonen, that's not only mutter, but adirav aroyi shasikin. It's proper for an avil to be engaged in those things. And l'chor, this is no geya for uh, people on Tishabav, people who wonder sometimes, they learn Sifrei Musar, and the like, on Tishvah, B'lachar, it's in the Me'iri, that it is, in fact, Mutter. With regard to learning B'ion on, uh, during, during the Shiva, so we know the Mishnah Bura, in the beginning of Simon Tafkof Nandalid, in Orachayim, with regard to Lachat Tishvah, quotes from the Mangan Avram, Mishim the Maharil, that the, uh, pers- an, a person on Tishvah should not learn B'ion. Mishnah Bura quotes an Isra from the Mangan Avram, Lisa Valitin Bahalacha, from the Taz, he quotes that one may only be lomid Pshutan Shaldvarim, of a low derech pilpul. And this is, by and large, that many people have, although it is said over with Chazan Ish um, disputed this, but um, mostly the minig is like the Mishnah there says that on Tishabav it is usher to learn bein. And that with regard to an oval during Shiva, the Birka Yosef from the Chida in Simon Shin Pedalid writes as follows that the Chido reports he witnessed a certain gadol when he was in Avel he learned with tremendous ion during his Yume Evel by himself not with a Chavusa and whatever Chidushim he came up with he wrote down the Chido's comment on this was he and his opinion this is improper if the whole reason that an Avel may not learn uh, Torah is that it brings him Simcha. So even if he's learning the Dvaram Harayim, but when he's Mechadish, the Torah from there, and learns a Be'ion, and it gets a tremendous Havana in them, for sure that will cause Simcha to the Avel, and that's improper. And there, Rav Shlomo Zalman uh, Arbach in the Halich Shlomo explains that the Isser of the the Mishnah Bru that we mentioned, and the Birka Yosef, it doesn't mean to learn things on a superficial level. One is permitted to learn the Dvaram Harayim Behavana. It's only Usr to delve too deeply into them, to try to be ma'ayin too much and come up with the Havanos and the Gedarim and the Lashitosams. That's improper. But to, understand, to, to, to learn with Havana, to understand what one is learning, that certainly is mutter. That's what Shalmuz Zaman writes. One more Ma'ar Malkam we'll discuss with regard to Hamatar for an Avel is Yerushalmi. Yerushalmi, which uh, the Beis Yosef quotes in Simon Shin Peidalit, says, Im mutter. If someone was super excited to learn Torah, then it is mutter for the Avil to learn lachara anything, even things which are not the Dvarim Harayim. Pesosif says about this, V'lo kosvu ha-poskim. The early poskim in the Yerushalmi didn't quote this Yerushalmi. And the Aruch HaShulchan asks, over there in Shin Pei Dalad, that if someone is lord achara Torah, so lachara, it's more of a reason to say they should be Asr, because for sure for him, it'll be a simcha. If he learns, he's, he's super excited, he's super uh, ravenous to learn. And if he's able to, so certainly that will bring him simcha. So Aruch HaShulchan says, we have to say what the Yerushalmi means is that he's so lahot that if he's not able to learn, he'll come the day sakana. That the learning is so much a part of him that if he's not able to learn for these days of the Avel, then chas v'shalom, he might come the day sakana. And he says that's why the post left us out, because it's so rare to find a person who's on such a high level. Therefore, since it's not so nogeya, this case, the post omitted this halacha. It's well known what people say that the Ragachavar learned bi'ion all in Yonim, even not Tvarim Harayim, he learned the regular Tzedarim during the Imei Ha'evel. I found in the Sefer Ben Ayahu from the Beni Shchai in Brochus Tafchov Dalad, he tells a story about Gon Echad, it may be the Ragachavar, who said that this Gon had such Cheshek Nifla to learn, even when he was in Avel, he hid himself in a room and learned his regular uh, Limudim of Eisek Torah during Imei Ha'evel. And his friends asked him, L'chari Tzedavar Aser, and they said, What are you doing? I know I'm doing something wrong. Because 
Shekasha alav kimavas. This gon commented that even though he knows he'll have to one day be punished for being over and divachachamim who asked and other to learn, but for him not to learn the tsar of Torah was so great, it's like the, the tsar of death, and therefore he was unable to pry himself away. Obviously, we need to understand what the mahalach of this gon was. It may be, though, that the pshat in the Rogachavar, if this uh, story is correct, is like the Archashulchan, that his connection to Torah was so strong, was so intense, that if he was forced not to learn Torah for these days of, of Evel, it would be made with Desakana, and therefore he came out to the heter of Yushami of Michalot Acha Torah, Mutter Lilmod Bavilus. So, just to summarize what we've seen about uh, Dine Talmud Torah for an Avel, we saw the Suffolk and the Tosas of the Namiri, if the heter of Dvaram Haroyim that we find in Tishabav extends to an Avel as well, and the Shurish and Suffolk was whether or not we can extend the Isser of. Uh, to be Magdir, the Isser of Hanik Dom for an Ovel, and therefore something which is a Misameh, like Dvarim Haroyim, would not fall under the Isser of Hanik Dom. We saw Lachar the Mashmos of Rashi and the Ramban, Lachar is also Muchach and the Ritva and Aftazvav, that an Ovel is not only not uh, allowed to do the Talmud Torah of uh, normal Dvarim during Avelis, but he's actually putter from learning all Torah, even Torah that's mutter for him to do, to learn during the Meha Avel. And as well, this might be related to the Machlokas Rishon and whether or not the Heter Dvarim Harayim applies for an Avel. But Nirdva was Muchach, that even if the Heter does apply, nonetheless, a person is not Muchiv to learn those things. It's only a Heter, a Rishos, to learn those in Yonim. The Me'iri taught us that Divrei Sifri Musr, things which cause Truva, are Mutter. With regard to learning Be'iyan, we saw that both, both in Hilchas Tishbav and in Hilchas Evel, Poskim are not pleased about learning the Yonim Be'iyan unless one is. Um, has a need to learn the Nyanim Be'in to know what to do. And we discovered the Yushami that discusses Mishalohot Achar Torah has a heter, and perhaps this can apply to a person whose connection to Talmud Torah is so strong that he would be Balade Sakana if he was unable to learn. With regard to the Isser of Tefillin for an Ovel, the Gemara cites the Machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua whether the Ovel is Aser Begilim Rishonim Lahaniach Tefillin. And then Mishlishi Ve'elach, Mishlishi Bechlal, he's Miniach, that's Shitas Rabbi Eliezer. Or no, and Ovel is only Aser Be'Shnei Yomim HaRishonim. And then Mishnei Shene Ve'elach, Mishnei Bechlal, Rabbi Shua Matir is the Ovel to put on Tefillin. Tosus in Divrei Maschal Bishlishi is bothered. How did the Gemara know that these Asmachtos that we have to limit the Niyagavelas to two days or to one day, according to the respective Tanoim, said about Tefillin? Maybe it should be said about different Yehugim. Sotosis explains that because the Pasik said Vacharisa Kiomar or it said Yeme Bechi, so these things are steers to Tfilin. The Kol Shashu Mar Nefesh Misolbafar Veinza Pe'er that Tfilin stands in contradiction Lagamri to the Mariris of Acharisa Kiomar or to Bechi, because if a person is Mar Nefesh, he can't have the Pe'er Tfilin. Tfilin are called Pe'er in the Pasik in Yechezkel. And therefore it was understood by the Gemara that the uh, Neogot Filin should be limited to these days. The Aruch HaShulchan asks in Simon Shin Pei that even if Tosis is right, but Arei, the more earlier listed several uh, Limudim from the Pasuk in Yechezkel that we see that a per, an Avel may not put on Tefillin, and it listed all together the Isser of Talmud Torah and the Isser of Ativa Sarosh and other things. And if that's the case, how did we know to say that only tefillin should be limited to one or to two days? Even if we have a reason to say that the Pasuk is talking about tefillin, but maybe it's tefillin should be megala, that all the things in the Pasuk Yechezka are only limited to one or two days. So the Archashulchan writes as follows, that because tefillin is a mitzvah, so therefore Chazal decided to single out tefillin to say that only tefillin should be nitche from the other for only one or two days, and not beyond that. And even though Talmud Torah is also mitzvah, but a person can learn the Dvarim Haroyim, as we discussed earlier. Another difference he, he lists is that Talmud Torah and all the other Nehugim here are things that relate to Tainug, relate to a person enjoying himself, feeling good, or having Simcha in the case of Talmud Torah. And those things, it made sense that an Ovel for the entire seven days should be, should, start, should try to stay away from so that he can focus on his Avelis. But Tefillin is not because of Simcha or because of Idunim and Tanugim. Tefillin is because it's called Pe'er. Tefillin is called that a person is, is putting on something which shows that he's Chashav, that he has some glory to him. Pe'er Chachavash refers to Tefillin. 
And therefore, it's not because of the simcha of the tanugim. It's simply because the pe'er is nistar. The pe'er is contradicted by the fact that the person is bimeriris. The person has a bitter mood. And therefore, only on the ikr day of the meriris, Chazal said that he can't put on his pe'er. But the rest of the days he can. Mashiach and the other, the other yuga velas, which are contradictions to simcha or to uh, tanugim, there Chazal felt it makes sense to have those yuga um, be, being the entire seven days when the person has the isra of simcha and tanugim. Now, Charik Mimidaik, the Lashon of the Gemara, which is an interesting Lashon, it says, Gimel Yom Rishonim Asr Lenech Tfilin. Then it continues and it says that the Yom Shlishi is Bechlal the Yom Mahamutarm Lenech Tfilin. And the same thing in Rabbi Yeshua, that says, Aval Shnei Yom Rishonim Asr Lenech Tfilin. And then it says, the Shani is Bechlal the Yom Mahatar. So if, if that's true, that the third and, and second day, respectively, according to Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua, are in fact Bechlal the Hetar, Anachas Tfilin, so why did they start off saying that uh, the Isser is for three days or for two days, respectively? It's not really true. The Isser is only for two days, according to Rabbi Yezer, or for one day, according to Rabbi Yoshua. So the Ramban in the Torah Sadhana is bothered by this. And he says he, w- he would have liked to say that the Pshat is that, in fact, not the entire third day, according to Rabbi Yezer, or the entire second day, according to Rabbi Yoshua, is much for the other to put on tefillin. But he may only put on the tefillin after Mixas Yom Kekulo. As we saw earlier in Afyut Tess, Mixas Yom Kekulo begins after it's Amdu Minachem Me'etzlo, after the Menachem take leave of the Avel in the morning. So then the Raman suggests that perhaps that's what the uh, Tanam here meant, that only on the third day, according to Rabbi Yezer, or the second day, according to Rabbi Yeshua, after the Menachem leave in the morning, only then does the Avel become Mudrabit Filin. Because only then he can utilize the uh, halacha of mixes hayom kikulo, and this is as well the stimulus of the Tosfos. Tosfos in Maslo Mishlishi writes at the beginning Ushlishi Chashvina on mixas kikulo that the, what the Gemara meant when it said that on the third day the Avil is aser to panantfilin or for the first three days according to Rabbi Yezer, the first two days according to Rabbi Yeshua it means because on that a third or second day respectively the Avil has to wait mixes hayom kikulo in order to panantfilin. So that's what the Tosas Lechara holds, and that's what Ramban says he would have thought from the Pashas HaGemara. However, the Ramban says that he saw in the Rif and other Gaonim that they said not like him, that the Avel is Mutter B'Tfilin immediately on the morning of the second day, according to the way we Paskin, like the Gemara says, we Paskin like Rabbi Yeshua, that uh, it's only Shneyam in which are Aser, which means that the second day already is Mutter. So the Rif wrote that already in the morning after Netzachama, the Avel may already Panantfilin, and Rabban is bothered. If that's the case, why does the Gemara say here that the Avil is also for Shnei Yom and It's not really true. So we have in the Shito Tamini Chilmi Paris and in Tozerosh, they explain as follows that we know that there's a built in halacha to the way the Yomim of Avelis work, and that is Mixes Yom Kekulo, which we've encountered earlier in Nefutas and in Avchaf here as well in our Sigya, it's made reference to. And because of this halacha, the Gemara needed to use a, need to use a lashon, which would make it clear that here we are not using the halacha mixim kikulo. In other words, since the mikoros, which we have to tell us that tefillin or aser, only really allow us to say that there are two days, says according to Rabbi Eliezer, vayitamu yemei b'chi evel Moshe, and that's the mikor for two days. And according to Rabbi Yoshua, the mikor is v'acharitza kiyomar, that's the mikor of one day. So you need a full day. And mixing kikulo is not going to be a mechanism we can use to limit that day to less than a, a day or two days according to the respective tanayim. They're trying to explain how do we know this is true. Maybe we should say that in fact we should say mixing kikulo. So the shita brings that the word vayitamu is masma. It was yomim tamimim full days, and they bring as well from the rivet that the lashon of kiyomar is masma even a little bit more than a day, a full day. So because the psukim, the asmachtos that the gemara had for the shitos of Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua told us that they needed to be full days. So they're trying to explain, if the one would have said, according to Rabbi Eliezer, Shnei Yom Rishonim Aser, you would have thought, Shnei Yom means that there's one day, plus Mixim Kikulo, because since in Avelos, there's the Klal of Mixim Sayom Kikulo, so you can be Mekayim the second day of Israel's filling through a Mixim Sayom Kikulo. Therefore, the, the Gemara used to use a lotion to make it clear that's not the case. We need two full days. The way the Gemara said that is by saying, Gimel Yom Rishonim Aser, and then it went on and it said that Shlishi is Bechlad, you may have to tell you that it's not enough to have 
to have a mixing kikula on the second day. We need the entire second day. Only after the third day starts does that have to come. And same thing is true for Rabbi Yeshua. Use the lashon of Shnei Yom Rishonim Asur, and then the Yom Hasheni is Because if it only would have said Yom Rishon Asur, you would have thought that only means the mixes a Yom of the Yom Rishon. That's already enough to make the Yom Rishon, and that would be the uh, the uh, sufficient to be make the Isra of Therefore, the Gemara uses the lotion, which is clear that Shneyama Rishon Amasr to include the entire first day, and then it went on to say that the uh, second day already is Bechlal, the Yemei As we mentioned, the Rishonim um, intimated that with regard to the Isra Tfilin, theoretically there would have been a uh, the mechanism mixing Kukulo in place had the Gemara not gone out of his way to point out that it is not in place. And this is interesting because there's a Wide machlokas in Achronim, the Gemara here on Amid Beis, Chaval Amid Beis, lists a series of Nihugim which have a Chumrah in the first three days with regard to Malacha, with regard to Yitzim and Pesach Beiso, with regard to Sheila Shalom, and other uh, Inyanim of Nihugi Abelis. And the, the Achronim have a, a big debate over there with regard to Mixim Kekula on the third day, the Isra Malacha Lamashal, that the Gemara says, for an Ani who's a Misparanis Men and uh, he has a Hetar to do Malacha Betsinah. After the third day, does that mean that he has a hetar ready on the second, on the third day itself after mixing kikulo, or does it mean he only has a hetar on the fourth day? It's a big machlokas. The Gra talks about the chachmas adam, and uh, the Rama already touches on it in a few places. Now, lechora, we would have thought we could bring a raya from these rishonim here. Lechorishonim lechora mavur. Now, be'etzem there is halacha mixing kikulo with regard to the inihukim, um, which are less than seven days, as we see in tefillin and. Most of Achronim did not bring a raya from Tefillin. Why then did they not see in Tefillin a raya? So how we can suggest two chilukim between Tefillin and the other Nihugavelis. First of all, what the Gemara itself says. The Gemara itself, when it makes reference to the Psak of Rava, the Banam, that Rava held that the Tan of our Mishnah required uh, three days as Ikra Avelis, and yet Rava still held that your ain't a cholot to tefillin. The more asked, why was Rav so mekel? And the more answered, because mitzvah shiny. That because of the tefillin involves a, a bitl mitzvah to be cholot to tefillin, therefore Rav was willing to be more mekel and not say that the ikra avelis was the first three days, but rather that uh, a person may, need not be cholot to it after, uh, may not be cholot tefillin whatsoever. Now, if that chilak is correct, so that could be one answer. The achronim and the postkim didn't bring a raya from the fact that we would say mixim kakulo and tefillin to prove that the nihugim, which are only three days and not seven, we say mixim kakulo in because tefillin is a mitzvah. And therefore, we have more of an atiyah, we have more uh, predilection to be mekel and tefillin, mashenkin, the other nihugim like malacha and yitzim pesach beso, etc., which are different rishos, then the achronim had their machlokas, had their savik, whether or not we would say they're mixim kakulo. Chorbik suggests another chilik. That is that inasmuch as the Gemara here has an asmachta for the Neog of Tefillin, from the Pasuk of Yimei B'chi Eva Moshe, according to Rebbe Yezer, or from the Pasuk of Acharisa Kiyomar, according to Rebbe Yeshua. So it may be that the Iker Neog of Tefillin, the Iker Neog of the Isra Tefillin, of Hanachas Tefillin, was Me'ikara, was originally only meant to be for one or two days, since the Pasuk is giving us, is pinning for us a certain number of days that the Nihug has to be. And therefore, in essence, when these days are up, we would say that on the last day, makes the same kikulo. Just like whenever we have a, a um, series of days a person must keep, the days of Shiva itself, why, do we, why is it Pasha that we say on the seventh day, or Shloshim on the 30th day, makes the same kikulo? Because the person has completed the requisite number of days, the requisite amount of days, which have been designated by Chazal for the Nihugim that he has to keep. And on the last day of that set, of that unit of days, the, the halach is a mixim kikulo, therefore for tefillin as well, because originally the, the set of the avelas that was given for the Anachas tefillin is two days according to Rabbi Yezra, one day according to Rabbi Yeshua, therefore we would have said, mixim kikulo. However, with regard to the other nihugim that we have in the Gemara and Amit Beis, so in essence, as we already mentioned about more about this in Afyotas, these are really simply the same nihugim that uh, exists throughout the entire Shiva with a chumrah. There's a special chumrah in the nihugim on the first three days. And therefore, since in essence, when a person reaches the third day, he hasn't really completed the entire requisite amount of days for this niyug. But that's in this niyug requires seven days. It's just that he's, he's, he's completed uh, the Hummer aspect, the Hummer part of those niyugim. So that it may be that we would not say makes us yom kikulo when a person is still in the middle of the requisite number of days he needs to keep. And that's the suffix in the achronim as to whether or not we say makes him kikulo on the uh, niyugim which are, have a Hummer in the first three days. And I found afterwards in the uh, Ksav Yad of the Nitziv in his Pirish Hamak Sheila and the Shil Dwas and Shil Tulamid, 
he suggests Me'ain this tzad that we suggested now, that the reason why the Shaila of the Chachmas Adam and the Gra doesn't have a Hacharef and Tefillin is because Tefillin, the number of days, was set by the Psukim that the Gemara quotes. As Asmachta told us, the number of days that the Nyik should be knowing for, and therefore the Tzad of the Rishonim that we were mixing with Kulo would not be a Raya to the Nihugim of Shiva. So again, to summarize what we've seen with regard to the Isra of Tefillin, we saw the Rishonim are bothered by the Lashon of the Gemara, of Gimel Yom Rishonim or Beis Yom Rishonim, when in essence it's really only an Isra for two days or Isra for one day. The Ramban, in fact, wanted to prove from here that we need to come out and mix in Kikulo and say that the other may not put on Tefillin until after the Menachem leave on the third day or the second day, respectively, according to the Tanaim. And other Rishonim argued and said that no, that the Gemara uses this terminology, La Fukeo saying, mixes Yom Kikulo would have minimized it to only one day or two days, according to Ijtana. And then we saw that the Achrona which discussed, who discussed the, is, the issue of Miktim Kikulo with regard to Nihukim, which only on the third day, did not bring a Raya from Tefillin, which is Mashman Yishonim, that there is a Miktim Kikulo in theory, that's either because Tefillin is a Mitzvah, and therefore we're more Mekel, or because the Asmachta that we have for Tefillin tells us that the requisite number of days for Tefillin originally was only one or two days, whereas other Nihugim don't have such an Asmachta, rather they're simply Pratim in the Nihugi Shiva, and therefore the Achrona were Mesipic, whether or not only on the third day, we could already say it makes us a young kikula. A well-known shaila that the Achronim talk about, and that is that the Isra Tefillin, which Argumara discusses, which according to what we paskin, like Rabbi Yeshua, is only on the first day, is that only when the first day is both the Yom Misa and the Yom Kfura, or even if the first day of Avelis is only the Yom Kfura, in other words, the Yom Misa was on one day, and the Kfura was not able to be done until the next day, is there also an Isra Tefillin on the day which is only the Yom Kfura? Now, why would there be a difference? So the the big Manda Omar and the Shita is the Maritats. The Maritats in his Chidushim to Perkezeh he relates there that in the middle of writing his Chidushim, his son passed away, and therefore he is, uh, writes a tshuva there with regard to some Yoni Avelos that he was mistopic about after his uh, Shiva. So he writes that it could be that that which we have in our Gemara, that uh, Avelos Pater from Tefillin, even though, as the Gemara already itself points out, it's a mitzvah, that might only be if we have Avelis the Araisa. Avelis on the first day, which is Menatar, according to some Shittas. So that Avelis has the ability to be Doche, the Mitzvah of Tefillin. And the Maritats proves from several Rishonim, according to, including the Rashba and others, that which we say that Avelis Yom Rishon is Midaraisa is only if it's the day of both the Misa and the Kfura. But if the uh, day of Kfura is a separate day from the day of the Misa, then the Maritats proves, we do not say that the Avelis on that day is Midaraisa, even though it's the first day of the Shiva, but that Avelis is Midaraisa. So that's true as the Maritats, perhaps, and we should say that an Avelis Chayiv and Tefillin, in such an instance where the first day of Avelis is only the Yomakfura, and therefore the Avelis on that day was not Daraisa, so then we should not say that there's a Ptur on Tefillin. Now there is a Smach, Lechara, to the Maritats, from the Ramban in Torah Adam. The Ramban is discussing the Shittas HaGaonim, who hold that the first day of Avelis is Daraisa. And the Raman explains that the mitzvah of Tefillin, which was a mitzvah rabbah, they only asked it on the first day because the first day has Avelis Daraisa. But after the first day, because Avelis is only the Rabban and Lekuliyama, therefore, they did not want to be mevatel the mitzvah of Tefillin. So we see in the Raman clearly, Lechaira, that the mitzvah of Tefillin, that which an Avel did not is the mitzvah is nitchef and the avel is only when you have avelis daraisa. But if you'd have avelis darabonon, so then you would not be able to say that the mitzvah of tefillin is nitchef. So the maritats would suppose from here that if we can prove that the mitzvah, excuse me, that avelis daraisa is only present on the first day when it's both the day of the kfura and the day of the misa, so then it would come out in a case where the yom kfura is separate from the yom misa, that the Ramban would agree that Alva Shabbat Tefillin, even though it's the first day, and the Ramban only talk about the second day, but at the same time, it's still Basar Taima. The time that the second day is only Jarabana would exist in this case as well. And therefore, the Ramban should conclude that um, we, the Alva Shabbat and Tefillin in such a case. Now, however, many Achronim argued and were Doche, the Shita of the Maritats, and they brought a very strong Raya from the Shita of the Ramban himself. Because Ramban himself elsewhere, in the Torah's Adam, when he's discussing the Lacha of Shmua Krova, the Ramban has Miyased the klal, that Yom HaShmuah is Kiyom HaKfura, that for all intents and purposes, having a Shmuah is Kiilu hearing about and finding out about the Kfura of the Mace, and that has gives that day of the Shmuah the status of the day of the Kfura of the Mace. And the Ramana writes that the day of a Shmuah, 
Oh, it's not put on tefillin. Now, it's quite obvious that this halacha, that the Yom HaShemur has the status of Yom HaKfura, does not mean that it has the status of Yom HaMisa V'Akfura. Lamaisa, the Misa was on one day, and the Shmua, which Ke'il was like the Kfura, is on a different day. So Lachar, this is exactly the case of Maritatz, where Misa and Kfura were on separate days, and the Ramban is still saying that Avel is part of from Tefillin. So Lachar, it's Muchach from the Ramban, and this Raya is brought by the Dagom Rivava, and by the Ali Rabba, and the Birkeosif, and many, many Achronim, to bring Raya Muchachas against the Maritatz from the Ramban, that even when the Avelis is not the right, so like in the case of Shmua, the Avel is still part of from Tefillin. And we should point out, there are some shitos uh, yichidos that we find that do say even a shmua is daraisa, the meiri and sachim, and as well as the tshuva sarvaz, quoted in the piskei tshuva and alchas avelos, do seem to have a tzad that a shmua can be considered daraisa, even if it's not the yom hamisa. Kanira they held that when a person becomes aware of the entire story, both the misa and the kfur on one day, so then we consider it we consider it as if it's the both have happened together at the same time, and it is Yom HaMisa, Yom HaKfura, but this is a Shita Duchuya, the Pashas is, that a Shmua is only the Rabbonon, and therefore, Lachor, there's a Raya Muchachas against the Maritatz from the Ramban. Now, if you will ask about the Raya that we mentioned from the Ramban earlier, that the Ramban was Mashma, that the only time that Chazal were willing to set aside the Mitzvah Tefillin, which was a Mitzvah Rabbah, was for Avelis, which was Midaraisa, but Avelis, which was only a Devrehem, on the second day and onward, then the person would be Chayv in Tefillin, and therefore, we should say like the Maritats, that if even the first day, the Avelis is not the Raisa, because the Kfura and the Misa were not on the identical day, we should say the Avelis is in fact Chayv and Tefillin. L'chara, these Achronim will say that uh, even though it's true, that's the way that uh, the reason that we set it up, the Mechalab in the first day and the later days, was based on the fact that normally the first day is the Raisa, and the following day is only the Rabbanon. But once Chazal reached that Geder, that the first day is different than the rest of the days, they said it no matter what, even if in this particular instance the first day isn't the Raisa, because the Kfur and the Misa happen to be on separate days, still the Misa, Chazal were magda, the first day of Avelis, to be a day when there is no Tefillin, even though in this instance it's only the Rabbanon, and the Tam doesn't exist, but the Misa, Chazal only um, allowed the Avel towards Tefillin on the second day and onward, and made it into an Isra Avelis on the first day no matter what, for the Avel towards Tefillin. This is how most Achron and Paskin, including the Mishnah Brura, against the Maritats, that in fact the Avel is Pater from Tefillin, even when the Yom HaKfura is not the Yom HaMisa. It is well known, the Minig Yerushalayim, to follow the Maritats, and some say even to do with a bracha to put it on when it's the Yom HaKfura. I believe there are those who say that a person should put on Tefillin, uh, but tonight, that if he's chayv in Tefillin like the Shittah's Maritats, and then he's having in mind the mitzvah, and if he's Pater from Tefillin like the Shittah of the Rova Achronim, so then he's putting it on as a Tachshit Ba'alma. Now, in terms of the yishuv we can offer for the maritats from this raya that the Achrona brought in the Ramban, so in the Chuvas Be'er Yitzchak from Yitzchak of Kovno, he writes that L'chora, there's a steer mineyube in the Ramban. Besides the Ramban that we mentioned earlier, that seems to say that the reason that the Rabbanon, excuse me, the reason that the Avel is put different tefillin is only that Avelis Daraisa is Doche, the um, tefillin which is which is a mitzvah Daraisa, but Avelis Tarbonon cannot be Dochet Tefillin. The Ramana elsewhere writes that the the possibility exists for the Avel to put on, excuse me, to be ushered, to put on Tefillin on the second day until the Ramachamim leave, as we made a reference to before. Now, even though the second day is not Teresa, according to any of the Shittas Ramban discussed over here, yet he still would have thought on his own that the Avel is ushered to put on Tefillin at least for part of the second day. So the Chor does this theory anyway in the Ramban. In one place, Ramban says that we only are willing to be Doche. Uh, fill-in for the Avel when it's a Mitzvah Daraisa, Tav Davelos, and elsewhere he seems to be happy saying that the Mitzvah Tfilin is Nitche from a Darabonim. And a Ritzgal Chonon adds on another diuk. If you look at uh, the side, if you examine where the Achronim were coming from when they brought the Halacha that the Raman holds in the day of a Shmua Krova that a person uh, does not wear Tfilin, is in fact only a diuk in the Raman, because the Raman there is actually discussing a Shmua Rechoka. And he says that if a person hears the Shmuel Rechoka, it's not more chamer than the second day of Avelis, and therefore is Eino Cholitz Tefillin. person does not need to take off Tefillin um, if he's wearing the Tefillin when he hears the Shmuel Rechoka, because it's not more chamer than the first day. And from here, all the posts were Medayik, then the Ramanis Mashma, that on the, on the Shmuel Rechoka, which could have the status of the first day of Avelis, the Yom Akfura, as Raman here is Miyased, then if a person is wearing Tefillin, he would have to be Cholitz them. But there is, in fact, no mefersh adiyak in the Ramban that a person would not lechatchila put tefillin on on the day of a Shemua So based on these two diyukim, the Beritzlech, Rizkel Chodon, explains as follows. The Ramban held 
to take away an entire day from the Ovel. In other words, to say the entire day from beginning to end is Asr for the Ovel to put on Tefillin, there we're only going to do it if the Avelis is Daraisa. So if the Avelis is Daraisa on that day, then we're going to say that the Ovel has to take away the Tefillin for the entire day. However, in the instances of the second day, or in the instance of the day of Shmua, the Rabban is discussing a case where the person was already Mekayim Tefillin today. He's going to be Mekayim Tefillin after the Menachemim leave in the, in the event of the second day. Or in the case of the Shmua, he's going to be Mekayim the Mitzvah of Tefillin before he heard the Shmua. So the Rabban didn't hold in those cases that the Rabbanon couldn't say, let's take away the Mitzvah of Tefillin for the, rem- re- for the remnant of the day, the remaining part of the day, even though he's losing the Kiyom of having Tefillin that part of the day. Since at least he had the Kiyom on a minimal level once today, that would be enough for the Rabbanon to say, even though the Avelis is the one Rabbanon will take away the Mitzvah of the Raisa of of Tefillin, because of the Indian of Achritza Kilmar, as our Gemara mentioned. And therefore, that's the answer to the, uh, for the Maritats, for the Ramban about Shmua. In the case of Shmua, since the person had put in Tefillin before the Shmua, and the, he was making the minimal mitzvah deraisa of the Tefillin by doing that, so even though now, when the Shmua comes, only the Rabbanon, the Ramban holds that, the Rabbanon, that we are willing to say, Gavna, that the person should be nitchev in the mitzvah Tefillin, which is deraisa. Whereas in the case of the Maritats, where if the person would not be permitted to put on tefillin and the Yom HaKfura, he would miss the entire day, then the Maritats might be right. That we're not going to say, because of the Veil Starabonon, that we should be docha legamri the entire day from the, from the mitzvah of tefillin for the Avel on the Yom HaKfura. Mara and Amin Beis discusses the Isra of Sheila Shalom for an Avel and for people towards an Avel and all of its details. And before we discuss the lumdus of the Isra, we'd like just to go through the Maskana Sasigya because it's a complicated chakra vitaria. The Maskana Sagimara, the Isra for the Avel to be Shoel Bishlom Chavero, Shoel Bishlom Achirim, only lasts during the Shiva itself. There's no Isra on the Avel himself post the Shiva. And during the Shiva, the Avel may not be Shoel Bichlal during the entire days of the Shiva, uh, the Shalom of anyone. That's the Iker Isra of Shela Shalom. And the Gabi being Meshiv Shalom to respond to someone who offered him Shalom. So then it's a chilek between the first three days and the duration of the shiva. For the first three days, the Avel may not be meshiv bechlal, even if someone who didn't know he was an Avel or didn't know the halacha offers him shalom, he may not be meshiv shalom. He must say he's an Avel and, he, and it's also for him to be meshiv shalom. And from day three and on, or according to some, as we mentioned before, from day four and on, the Avel, if he's offered shalom, may respond kedarko with shalom. That's as far as the Avel goes. As far as other people offering shalom to the Avel, so here we have the Gemara telling us that it's usher for anyone to be uh, meshiv, to be shal shalom of the Avel for the entire uh, 30-day period of the Shiva. And if that's for a non-parent or for a parent, the entire base Chodesh is an Isra to be Shoel Bishlom the Avel. And the Gemara says the reason is, Shehu eno Shari Bishalom. It's improper to ask Shalom to the person, to the Avel, who is in Shari Bishalom. Now, the Chora, these two Isurim that we have of the Avel to be Shoel Bishlom Acherim, and for Acherim to be Shoel Bishlom the Avel, the Chora are rooted in very different things. The Isra for the Avel to be Shoel in the Shalom of Acherim is one of the Nihugi Shiva. The Gemara um, brought a Pasuk for it, brought a Makor for it back in the Aftazvav, from the Pasuk in Yechezka of Hanikdom, that the Avel should remain silent. And we, the Rishonim said we understood that to mean that he should not be Shal B'Shalom HaKherim. And that's one of the Nehugi Shiva, and that's why after Shiva, there's no Isra, there's no limitation B'Chlal on how the Avel is Shal B'Shalom HaKherim. Whereas, as our Gemara tells us, the Isra to give Shalom to the Avel is nothing to do with Hanikdom. It's not one of the Nehugi Shiva B'Chlal. It extends the entire time that the Avel is still in his Avelis. And therefore, as the Gemara says, because the Avel is not Shari B'Shalom, so the entire 30 days for a non-parent, or the entire Yud Beis for a parent, the Avel is uh, still somewhat uh, in grief, and has his Avelis to some extent, he's not Shari B'Shalom, and therefore it's not, it's not right, it's not proper, it's not appropriate to be Shol B'Shalom the Avel. And the Chara, one would have thought that the Gedarim of these two different Yisurim would be different. However, we'll see shortly that both in the Ritva, and in the Dark Moshe, it's Muchach, that they equated these two Isurim and did not differentiate between them. First of all, in the Ritva, the Ritva notes that the Gemara here relates the story of Rabbi Akiva when his sons died and the entire uh, Beis Yisrael came and they were them and gave them covered. And Rabbi Akiva got up after the Hespedim and he said, You did a great covered for me. And he left them with a bracha, Lechul of Beis Sechem 
And it's clear in the Gemara that the Gemara considers this parting line, this farewell wish that Rabbi Kiva left to the assembled to be an Israel of Sheila Shalom. And that's why the Gemara has to say that because it was covered Rabbim, it was mutter for Rabbi Kiva to do this, even though it was the first day of Avelis, to tell the assembled people, Shalom. The Ritvis has received from here that not only asking the Avel how he is, to say, ask the, the Avel how is his Shalom, to say, Ma how is he doing, that's included in the Isra of Sheila Shalom, but even to offer him a bracha, to offer him a wish, which wishes him peace, which, 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 which wishes him Shalom, that's also inappropriate, and it's also Asr under the Isra of Sheila Shalom. And Lashem Redva is Mashma, that this Isra is not only true for the Avel offering to other people, as in Muchach and the Gemara, the story of Rabbi Akiva, but it's even Asr for the other people to offer to the Avel, to tell the Avel that he should be Bishalom. Now one could have been Machalik, that since the sort of the Isra of the Avel to Bishal Bishalom Achirim is Hanegdom, as we mentioned, so there it's inappropriate not only for him to ask how others are doing, but also to uh, wish them a bracha of Shalom. But whereas from the other people giving uh, Shalom to the Avel, so one would have thought, since the Isra is only totally on being, sh- the Avel is not sh- Shari Bishalom, so if we ask him how he is, that's going to bring up negative feelings and negative connotations, and therefore it's inappropriate. But to give him a bracha, to give him a, a, a blessing, he should be with peace. We would have thought that's fine. The same way we're Menachem, we give him Burgas Tanchumen, uh, and that's one of the Iker reasons that uh, we have the Shiva, that we can give him the Tanchumen. But the, the, we would have thought the same thing is true to offer him a, a bracha of shalom. However, the Lashon Redvaz, Muchach, that, that's not the case, that he holds the same way in Muchach and the Gemara, that the Oval may not offer a bracha of shalom to the other people. The, same, the opposite is true as well, that other people may not offer this bracha of shalom to the Oval. That's also vi- violating the problem that the Oval is not shari b'shalom. Now, very interestingly, both the Redva and the Ran um, testify to us that the minig ha'olam was to be mekel in Israel Shela Shalom. The Ritva says, ha'olam kula The minig ha'olam is to be mekel with regard to Shela Shalom. And the Ran is even more harif. He writes, Uba'avonosenu, in our great Averos, Bador Hazet, Einam Nizharim. We are not careful, we are not cautious about the halachas of Shela Shalom. Vashem Berachamav Yechaper Avonosenu. Hashem should be Machaper, this Avera, that we're not careful with the halachas of Shela Shalom with an Avon. Now, maybe that the rationale for the Minig that we see the Ran and the Redva referring to can be found in the Darkim Moshe. The Darkim Moshe in Yerodes and Mishin Pehei writes as follows. Umashinogim ha'idna lishol b'shlom ha'avelim, l'achar shiva. That which we see, the Minig is at least after shiva, that people are mekel on the Isser of being shol b'shlom ha'avelim, even though Medina de Gemara it's asr. Nira de svirlu de shela shalom sha'anu no'agim ba, eina shela shalom ha'mezkeres b'gemara. That the shela shalom that we do isn't the shela shalom that the Gemara, that the Chazal had in mind when they made this Isser. And he refers us to what he wrote in Orachim Simon Peites. There, the Ramah, the Mechaber, the Beis Yosef, is discussing the uh, Isser of being shol b'shalom to uh, one's friend before davening. And the Ramah there, and the Beis Yosef there, bring kulas if uh, a person either does not use the word shalom, he doesn't actually use Hashem's name, that's what's offensive about shela shalom, that he's using Hashem's name at the wrong time in the wrong place. Or the shalom there is only prohibited if it's accompanied with a kriya, if it's accompanied with a bow or a curtsy, something like that, which is in addition to the actual verbal exchange of uh, greetings, there's also some physical manifestation and gesture which uh, relates to the shalom. Only then, some Rishonim held, was there an iser. But, for example, the Beis brings to say, Safra Demaritav, to say, good morning, my friend, since one is not um, accompanying this, this wish with a kriya, and one is not using Hashem's name of shalom, there's no problem with halal. And some Rishonim, in fact, are of this opinion, Bechal, there is no iser, to say, Safra Demaritav, before davening. L'chara, then, that's what the Dark Moshe has in mind, that we see that, even though the Gemara um, asked her, Shalom for Nova, that's only to use the Lashon of Shalom, to use the, the Lashon of Hashem's name. But to say hello, and perhaps even to say how are you, which doesn't include the word Shalom, doesn't include the Shem Hashem, might not be Aser. And that's perhaps what the minute was, that people were making on the Isra of Shalom Shalom. They didn't say Ma'ashalomcha. They didn't say how is one Shalom. They asked how are you, or they said hello, welcome, things like that, which would not be under the rubric of Isra Shalom Shalom. That l'chara might be a yisha for the minute. However, the Akimosha goes on. Mihu, mimaisa drabi akiva shekasavti besamoch, the lohi tiu elam shum kvod rabim, lo mashmakin. Since we see in the Gemara that the story of Rabbi Kiva considered the bracha of l'chul veiskem l'shalom to be under the category of shel l'shalom, it's muchach that this is not the case. Now, first, Ha'ara and the Akimosha is that the Akimosha is proving from the story something that the Avel did to something that people did to the Avel. That the 
uh, story in the Gemara, as we mentioned, was what Rabbi Kiva the Oval himself said to the assembled crowd, whereas the minig that the Dark Moshe is describing is what people did to the Oval. And again, we see the Dark Moshe, just like the Ritva, does not seem to be drawing a, 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 a difference between what the, the Isra on the Oval and the Isra of the assembled to the Oval, and that's what he proved from the Gemara to the minig of people who were said it to the Oval. But what's also Tzarech Bir in the Dark Moshe is, what is his Raya? Hooray, if the Yisod of the Heter, of Tzafet Maritav, of saying good morning or saying the like, without using the word Shalom, is that it does not include Hashem's name. So where did Dark Moshe see in the Gemara that this was anything different? The Gemara said, the Rabbi Kiva told the, the crowd, which again uses the Akash Baruch Hu's name. So how did Dark Moshe deduce from this Gemara this would also be in the Isser of Shela Shalom to say good morning and the like? It's not so clear, but it may be that Dark Moshe felt that inasmuch as it's Muhach and the Gemara, that not only asking how the Ovel is, or have the Ovel asking how others are, is included in the Isser, but even offering a bracha, even offering a farewell wish, is also included in the Isser. So even though it's true, the Gemara's example was something that used Hashem's name. But Dr. Moshe understood that the fact that not only asking how are you is included in the Isser, is a raya that really any form of greeting, any form of uh, saying hello to one's friend must be included in, under the Isser of uh, Sheyel HaShalom. And therefore, Dr. Moshe could deduce from the Gemara and the Gemara that even saying L'chul HaShalom was under the Isser of Sheyel HaShalom, that really any way of greeting or saying hello or asking how one's friend is, even if one is not actually using the Shem of Shalom, must also be included in the Isser of Sheyel HaShalom. Lemaise, the post, were not pleased with uh, this minig. The Shach also says this time of the Dr. Moshe is very weak. And he says, we don't find the post can be makele within Shiva for this reason. There's no reason, therefore, to be makele after Shiva or after Shloshim to the Anovel and his parent. And Lamai said, that's the the Halacha, that the Isra Shela Shalom is from Koma Omed, even though the R may kill him, but the Minig is not uh, based enough in, uh, in a real source to be able to uh, justify. And as the Ran says, Hashem Yichaper Barachma Bavanosinu, Hashem should be Machaper on those who don't keep the Halacha properly. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.